Okay, this Shabbos is the last Shabbos of the year. So it's a pivotal Shabbos. It's a Shabbos that transports us from the past year, prepares us for the new year. So there's a special double portion of Torah reading this week. Ordinarily, the last Shabbos of the year, we either read Nitzavim and Vayelech together, or we read Nitzavim before Shoshana, and Vayelech in Shabbos Shuvah. This week, we read a double portion, Nitzavim and Vayelech together. So, the um, Baal Shem Tov says that the name of everything is the energy of that thing. So if something is called by a certain name, that is the energy of that what that thing is. So the same is true for the name of a Torah portion. If the Torah portion is called Nitzavim, that means every letter of this Torah portion is about Nitzavim. And if the Torah portion is called Vayelech, every letter of the Torah portion is about Vayelech. So here we have two Torah portions becoming one, Nitzavim and Yelech becoming one. And so that means there must be something we can learn from Nitzavim by itself, Vayelech by itself, and from the fusion of Nitzavim and Vayelech together. And this must be something that's relevant to us this year, because this year that's how we read the Torah. So we need to understand what is Nitzavim, what is Vayelech, and what is a fusion of Nitzavim and Vayelech together, and how is it supposed to guide us in, in concluding this year and preparing for the coming year. L'chaim, l'chaim, Abraham. L'chaim. What does Nitzavim mean? Nitzavim means to stand strong. Nitzavim means that no matter what's going on, to maintain where you are, not to be affected. Could be a situation where there is a difficult place to keep your Judaism. And the idea of Nitzavim is to be truth, truthful. Truth, truth has no changes. Truth is always the same. So the, the message of Nitzavim is not to be affected by the uh, places that you're in. Even though you're not such a good place spiritually. Not so, it's not an environment which has reverence for Hashem. You stand, you stand strong. You're not affected by your environment. You stand strong. It could be also um, different times. Sometimes you could have a time like a Shabbos, like a holiday... And you feel very uh, powerful in your service of Hashem because of the environment. But then there's another time, it's a regular Wednesday afternoon. There's no, um, you're far from last Shabbos and not yet close to the next Shabbos. And you're, uh, you're, you feel a little bit um, dejected because of the time that you're in. The Nitzavim is not to be affected by whatever's going on, to stand strong, to be, to be uh, truthful, not to change, not to be affected. To, and and, that, and to, to maintain your um, message, to maintain, to maintain your integrity. There could also be changes in yourself. Things are going on in your own life. The beautiful teaching from the Baal Shem Tev, on a Pasuk we say every day in Shema, says in the Torah, you should teach the Torah to your children, when they, you sit at home, when you go on the road, when you lie down, when you rise up, said the Baal Shem Tev, sitting at home means when you have the Beis HaMikdash, when the temple is standing in Jerusalem. When you go on the road, 
That's referring to when we're sent into exile. But even in exile itself, are different kinds of circumstances. You could be in exile, but even though you're in exile, you're you feel very strong in your in your connection to Hashem. Then there could be uvushach bacha. In exile itself, you're lying down. You're down for the count. TKO. Uvkumecha, and you rise up. It means that you're on the road. You're in exile, but you're doing good that day. So the Torah is telling us, "Vishinantam v'nachla." Whether we are in our home in the base in the base of Migdash with Mashiach, whether we're in exile, and in exile itself, even if we're lying down, we have to be nitzavim. The message of nitzavim is to stand strong, to be truthful, to be connected, to have integrity, not to be affected by um, what's going on around us. You, you know why Chassidim always preferred um, vodka over Coca Cola, Ramu? Yeah. Why? Because um, Drink. Another reason. Because you could drink it. Yeah. That wasn't drink Coca Cola. Vodka you could drink. All right. Anyway, so they um, they had a conversation once in the freezer, Coca Cola and vodka, and Coca Cola was frozen and vodka wasn't frozen. So Coca Cola asked vodka, "Why aren't you frozen?" And vodka said to Coca Cola, "Why are you frozen?" And Coca-Cola said, because it's cold outside. And Vodka said, oh, doesn't matter to me what's going on outside. I am who I am. That's what Vodka said. That's the message of the first Torah portion of the Sweet Mitzvah, to be truthful, to have integrity, to stand strong, not to be affected by um, what's going on around us. That's the first message we get from this week's Torah portion. And the truth is, it's not only a message for when you're going through a hard time or in, your, you're in, your hard, you're in a hard circumstance where the times are hard, the place is hard, or when you're going on personal changes, it's also a message about the good times. You, you may be serving Hashem in a good time, but are you, is, it, is it you or is it not? Is it real or is it not real? The fact that you're able to show up in, when circumstances are hard, that shows that you're really connected. That shows the truth of your bond with Hashem. It's not just something which is pertinent when things are hard, it also, it's something that shows on, on the reality of your bond with Hashem. Then we have a lesson from the name of the second Torah portion of this week, Vayelech. What does Vayelech mean? You know what Vayelech means, Armel? Uh, yeah. Excellent. Vayelech means to go forward. Vayelech means to, not to be satisfied where you were yesterday. Not to just repeat things the same way they were before, but to go forward, to change, to go higher, to grow. Mechayel al from strength to strength. There's a Hasidic aphorism, I think it's from, from Mendel of Kotsk. Uh, the Gemara says that certain ages of a person are compared to um, certain uh, animals. The Gemara compares an elderly person to a monkey. Why a monkey? So Mendel Kosk said, because a monkey copies a human being. You get to a certain age in your life, you don't think anymore for yourself and like what you should do. You just focus on, oh, what did I do yesterday? Oh, I did yesterday, okay, that's good enough. But the message of a is not to be a monkey. That's the message of a is to be young and to make a change, and to go to a higher place. This applies to everything we do. When you study Torah, you study the same Gemara, the same Mishnah, and make an insight. Find something new about it. Go deeper. Don't, don't just be satisfied with your, with your interpretation of it yesterday. 
go and go go deeper. That's um, that's the meaning of a yelech. Also, it's a message for us. Also, in our uh, in our mitzvahs, we do a mitzvah. Not supposed to be like you did the mitzvah yesterday. Doing again today. We do a mitzvah. Supposed, supposed to be like with a brand new energy, as if Hashem just gave you the mitzvah. As if you're, it, it, it draws you out of your uh, your slumber. You're like wow, something amazing is happening. Like it's a brand new thing. Never did it before. But yelech means that you're also looking for ways to do mitzvahs in a better way. Last year you had one kind of a great A etrog, and this year you want to get a better etrog. Last year you were wearing these kind of film. This year you want to get a better kind of film. Same as also when we pray. Praying in the way of Ayelich means, although you're saying the same words you said yesterday, but you're adding something. You're adding some, some feeling in your prayers. adding some thought into your prayers. You know, Hasidim had this custom of making a fold in their prayer book. They, they would fold a certain page. Why they fold a certain page? They would say, this is a page I'm focusing on. This is a page I'm living with this week. I say all the prayers every day, yeah. But today, this is the page that I'm into. This is the page where, where I'm... This is, this is where I'm up. This is where I'm, what I'm doing. So Vayelech is all about, um, about making a change, about doing things in a way that's brand new. And Itzavim is all about being honest and being truthful, being real. And it seems that they're very opposite of each other. Itzavim is about integrity, truth, not changing maintaining integrity, you're all the same yesterday, today, tomorrow, nothing's going to change you, your environment, your time, the time that you're in, the place that you're in, doesn't matter. Yitzhavim is about, it seems, don't listen to Unterwegens. You know what Unterwegens is? The other Jews, they have this concept. They say, it's okay as long as you're on a trip. As long as you're on a trip, it's okay. This lady once told me, she... Um, she, she, was, she invited this rabbi to her home and the rabbi was, didn't want to eat it in her home. She was like, Rabbi, why don't you want to eat in my home? Everything in my home is kosher. When we go out to dinner sometimes, we go to restaurants that are in kosher, but in our home, I promise you, in our home it's all kosher. The rabbi said, my, all of your dishes will go to heaven. You get it? So the idea of Nitzavim is not to change. It doesn't matter the time, it doesn't matter the place. To show up, to be truthful, the previous Shabbat talks about a city of truth. To be in, in, in yourself, in the city of truth, means that you're in a place that doesn't change. You're, you're, you are connecting to something that's beyond time and beyond place. You're, you're going to show up. That's what the Tzavim is about. But Yelech seems to be for the opposite of that. But Yelech is all about change. But Yelech is all about um, doing something with new energy, new vitality, it's something different. You haven't done it before. You didn't wear a Benutant film before. Now you're wearing a Benutant film. You, you weren't careful so much about what you ate on Passover. This year, you have a whole different, different, um, different approach. Um, and they seem very, very different to each other. What's more geschmack? What's more, what, where is there more energy? It seems that uh, there's more energy in Yelech. Mitzavim is more truthful. But Yelech has more growth, more change, more excitement. So how do they come together? And they, don't, and they really do come together because it's not just we read them in the same Shabbos. Our custom is that we actually connect both, both, both Torah portions. The fourth aliyah is supposed to be always the latter part of the, of the first Torah portion and the beginning of the second Torah portion. So it's supposed to be connected in the Torah portion and so it can be connected in ourselves. But how can they be connected? If Hashem told us, you know, right now I want you to focus on, on truth, okay? 
We could, we could focus on, turns out now I feel you focus on growth and change. They're two completely different kinds of energy. How do they come together in the same Shabbos? The answer is this. Rabbi Korf, all of a sudden, he, um, he couldn't speak anymore. And this uh, man, a friend of mine, he once visited him in the hospital, he went to show his friend how special Rabbi is. And they come together at the hospital and he tells Rabbi who couldn't talk anymore, Rabbi tell me of art, tell me a teaching. He couldn't talk. So Rabbi the way he communicated at that time was people would say the Aleph base to him. Aleph base, Gimel Dalai up, and he would stop at a certain letter. That was letter one, letter two. After 15 minutes, he got four words out, which is the last teaching we have from Rapinya. Rapinya said, Medarv Zich Ibrigeb. You have to devote yourself. You have to devote yourself. That's the, the message he said. You have, to, you have to give yourself over. Whatever it is, you have to give yourself over. So, if we're looking at the things from the perspective of what's enjoyable, so then there's the different kinds of, of, um, of ways of serving Hashem. They're very different. Being truthful and honest and having integrity and trying to maintain the, the, your equilibrium, that's one way of serving Hashem. That's if you're talking about the, your feeling for it. And then trying to grow and change is a whole different kind of feeling. But if you're devoted to the Hashem, if it's not about what you feel, but it's about what Hashem wants, there's no difference between Nitzavim and Vayelach. There's no difference between trying to maintain the same thing or trying to grow. It's what does Hashem want me to do? If your focus is how you enjoy it, there's a whole different, it's a whole different feeling. Like they have this um, 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 system of time management where um, the author tells people, have certain things to um, do when you're out and about. You're out and about, you're in this let's go thing. Don't, in other words, don't group things together by um, um, what's more important. Group things together by where you are. Now you're doing office time. Now you're doing out and about time. Now you're on your phone. Do, group things together by your circumstance because you change a lot and it's not easy to switch from one mode to another. So when you're out and about, this is what out and about happens. This is what you do in out and about. You go to visit the groceries and the cleaners and drop something off because you're in an out and about state. So out and about is very different than the office. He says, don't try to put them together. They're very different. Nitzavim and Vayelch Ordner are two different Torah portions. They're not the same. But this year, they are the same. Why? Hashem tells us, this year I want you to bring out something deeper in yourself. I don't want you to just serve me with what's enjoyable to you. I want Darzich Ibergev. Hashem is telling us we're putting them together. Darzich Ibergev. You have to devote yourself to me. Don't just do what's enjoyable. Do what I want. And if you're focusing on what I want, there's no difference between Nitzavim and Vayelch. If I'm looking at what's, what, how I feel, they're very different. Nitzavim and Vayelch are two different things. If you're talking about the will of Hashem, then there's no difference. They're both the will of Hashem. Or, or make it clear, if I'm serving Hashem based upon my own energy, then yeah, there's a difference between the Tzavim and Vayelech, the difference between trying to maintain my equilibrium and trying to grow. But if I am connected to Hashem, Hashem has no limitations. Hashem has no boundaries. The um, previous Rebbe was once told by his father, he said, I want you to do a certain thing. And he's thinking... What his father was asking to do was beyond nature. It's impossible. So the, the, the Rebbe Rashi read his thoughts and he said um, that uh, his father once asked him to do something. And uh, it was also beyond nature. And I was thinking, how can my father ask, ask to do something which is beyond nature? 
until he told me that when you serve Hashem, you can go beyond nature. Okay. So I was thinking, previous Rebbe said, well, okay, going beyond nature, fine. If you're a servant of Hashem, who says I'm a servant of Hashem? So his father said, and I was thinking, who says I'm a servant of Hashem? And then my father told me, it's efficient to be connected to a servant of Hashem. If you're connected to a servant of Hashem, you're also beyond nature. And so too, if we devote ourselves to what Hashem wants us to do, then there's no difference between whether it's in seven, whether it's to maintain our equilibrium, our integrity, or growing. So it's a, it's a, it's, it's, they're not, there's no real demarcation, there's no hard line between them. We're able to do both. It's like the Sifri says. Sifri says, love and reverence and fear are completely different feelings. They can't come together. You can't have them at the same time. Unless, he says, unless you're serving Hashem. In the service of Hashem, you can have both love and reverence at the same time. How does that make sense? You're a human being. If they can't fit together, they don't fit together. How does it fit together all of a sudden just because you're serving Hashem? How does that make sense? And the answer is, if it has to do with limitations of human being, then they're different. But if you're serving Hashem, Hashem has no limitations. If you're connected to Hashem, Hashem has no limitations. And therefore, it's positive. Hashem asks from us, yes, put it some together. This week, I want you to grow. And this week, I want you to focus on maintaining your, your, your truth, maintaining what you're up to, and not to, not to be affected by your surroundings. Bring out your integrity and your growth at the same time. It's possible. Why is it possible? Because you and I are connected, Hashem is saying. And, you're, and we are saying to Hashem, we are connected to you, we're following what you want us to do. And therefore, it doesn't matter what you're asking. A similar experience, a similar analogy, Chani Marazov, he asked once, did Rabbi Hashab, how is it possible to be excited to learn two very diverse areas of Torah? There's an excitement to study the revealed parts of Torah. People like that part of Torah. And then people like studying the inner dimension of Torah. How can you be excited to study them both? We see today, right? Some people like learning the Gaddafi Yom or learning the Hasidus. Someone makes a choice what they like doing. You can't do them, you can't be excited about both, he asked the Rebbe Rasha. Rebbe Rasha answered, If you're looking at it from the way you enjoy it, they're different. If you're looking at it from the perspective of, that they're both Torah, they're both God's Word, it doesn't matter. Whether it's Gemara, Shachamara, Hasidus, it doesn't matter. You want to connect to Hashem. It doesn't matter what it, what it is. That's why this, this approach um, tells a lot about who we are. It reveals who we are as people. Avram Avinu, after he, offered, he was asked by Hashem to offer his only son Yitzhak on the altar, and he did, Hashem said, now I know that you fear me. Why? Till then, Avram's service of Hashem was colored with his kindness, with his love. The last test Hashem gave Avram was, I want you to do something which is completely the opposite of your nature. I want you to let go of all that I've told you till now, and do something totally foreign to you. I want you to go kill your son. So Avram, by agreeing to do that, he actually displayed that his whole previous service of Hashem was not only because of his nature, not only because of, but because of his devotion to Hashem. So Hashem said, now I know. It wasn't just Hashem knew, Hashem knows everything. It's now it was revealed in the world that Avram's service of Hashem was not because of his nature, not because of, it was because of a real connection to Hashem. And this is also pertinent vis-a-vis where things come from. Everything stems from Hashem, comes from Hashem. And all these, these three ways, these three models of serving Hashem, the Nitzavim model of integrity, the Vayelich model of growth, 
and the fusion of them both together, of being devoted to God's will, and they're not, and 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 not making distinction between them. They also exist in the godly flow to the world. There's a godly energy in nature. Nature, Hashem promised Noah that winter and summer, fall and spring, uh, day and night, will always continue. Hashem promised Noah there will always be a continuation of cold and hot. It will never stop. Day and night, the sun will rise, the sun will set, creation will go on. So in God's energy in creation, the unchanging um, power in the um, in the celestial um, bodies, the sun and the moon, as the Talmud says, Chazokam the fact that they are the, they maintain the same strength, more or less, as they they were created, that indicates God's infinity. The fact that there's a system; it's always flowing the same way, and and it's, it's not stopping, and it's continuous, and the, and the seasons continue. That indicates the infinity of Hashem's power, how it doesn't change. It indicates the truth and the infinity of Hashem's power. Like the Yitzavim, like in ourselves, when we maintain our own integrity, that's one way of serving Hashem. That's the one kind of divine flow. Then there is a miracle, something which is a complete departure of, of the norm, where Hashem suspends the laws of nature. And Hashem makes a miracle happen out of the box, out of the laws of nature, and He adds to the world something that wasn't there before. He brings to the world a new revelation we could see with our eyes, Hashem is here. That's something which is uh, like Vayelach, where we make a new step in our service of Hashem. We go beyond where we were before, and we, we, we go out, we go beyond ourselves. That's like a miracle. And I shared with you that Rebbe was once speaking to this group of college students, and they asked if the Rebbe could do miracles. And Rebbe said that the students could also do miracles. And he explained that if they would decide to put on tefillin, I understand, I understand you have put on tefillin yesterday, you're not planning to put on tomorrow. If you put on tefillin today, that's a miracle. And so too the divine flow uh, of Hashem that's beyond nature is similar to the divine flow in ourselves when we go do something new, our service of Hashem that we didn't do before. We try to add new energy to their service of Hashem. When we try to add something in the midst to do it more beautifully, we pray with more concentration, we are connecting to that infinite power part of our soul, which is connected to the infinite revelation of Galilee through a miracle. So there's two different kinds of revelation. There is two different kinds of, of, of divine flow. There is one that's stagnant, it's always the same. And there is a one that's, that's fresh and new, a miracle. Are they really different? As we're in Heichotzu, they're not really different. They both are an expression of Hashem's truth. Because Hashem is true, because Hashem has no limitations, because Hashem is, is, has no limitations at all, therefore He's able to both cause change in creation in a way that we could see Him, and He could also maintain the same. Change and consistency are both stemming from Hashem's perfection. Because Hashem is perfect, He could do both. So in a similar way in ourselves, because of our devotion to Hashem, we could also, we're not limited to only serving Hashem in one area in consistency or another area in growth, we're able to have consistent growth. We're able to add day after day, hour after hour. As the Rebbe said in the last days of the year, it's an amazing thing. People, what, how would you classify these days? Most people classify these days as the last days before the day of judgment. Most people, that's how they would classify the last days of the year. No, the Rebbe classifies these days. I saw a talk of the Rebbe yesterday. He said that we have to add in joy every single day, every single hour, not just add in feeling of joy, but add in actual joy, more and more joy every second, in every second more than the second before. 
And because we're fit, we're 30 days before Sukkot. On Sukkot, it's a holiday of joy. And now we're, we're supposed to learn the laws of Sukkot before the, before the days of Sukkot. 30 days before. If we're supposed to learn the laws of the days of Sukkot, you're also supposed to participate in the joy of Sukkot. The celebration has to start 30 days before too. So we have to add in our joy, add in our integrity, and it's not a contradiction, especially because joy breaks boundaries. So we're doing things with joy that will enable us to uh, get it right. Okay, questions. Yes. So again, going back to So let's say it this way. The teachers of Shammai and Hillel, they presented ideas in a way that were nebulous. They can go both ways. So if we were to dissect Shammai and Hillel, we, we would discover that they're coming from the same place. Yes. So truth allows there to be opposites. Truth allows opposites. Okay. Truth sustains opposites. Truth tolerates opposites. So, in the example of the, you know, the rules of the world, if you're in a starvation situation, you concentration, you're feeding your train. Preserve your life, your life. Yeah. 